You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Oprah, Larry King, Jay Leno, Caesar Milan. What do they all have in common? Each one has had the doggone great fortune to be charmed by a great dame named Gibson. Hey, they all looked up the Gibson, too. They had to. Standing 42.2 inches tall with a front paw stretch that made him taller than most NBA players, Gibson landed in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the world's tallest dog. Now, many of you listeners are Gibson fans. Each day, this canine celebrity, who is also a therapy dog, unleashed love, hope, and plenty of laughter to everyone he met. Sadly, he recently passed away from cancer, but the Gibson legacy lives on. We are truly honored on our show today to have a very, very special guest, Gibson's pet parent, Sandy Hall. Hi, Arden. Hey, Sandy's going to share what life is like living with a pack of Great Danes (laughs) and fill us in on a new cancer campaign that's in Gibson's honor. It's called the Three Paws for the Cause right after we pay for the show by taking a commercial break. So, hey, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones, actually. Sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. 
My pet experts will be coming to the party to answer your pet questions. And they'll also be sharing their favorite stories and messages with us. But I'll be asking them some tough questions. We'll get their opinions on the hot-button topics like the pit bull ban, pet food, vaccines, religion, politics, and animals, cat decline, and the latest news, whatever's turning the animal world on its head, we'll be talking about at the animal party. This party's got bite. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is Sandy Hall, the proud pet parent to Gibson, the world's tallest dog. I'm laughing because I'm like five foot two on a very, 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 very rare day. And he was a giant among dogs in many ways, well beyond this physical stature. And he certainly puts the great and great Danes. Now, I was sniffing around the Gibson site. You got to go dash over there. It's gibsondog.com. And the one amazing Gibson feat that I just, I just can't imagine, visualize this, listeners. Gibson was so big, he could hold a regulation basketball in his mouth. Now, talk about bow wow. My gosh, Sandy, how do you live with a pack of Great Danes in your home? <laughs> well, yeah, they, they actually let me live here and take care of them. You know, I, I call this the dog house, D-A-W-G house. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, I am their, their feeder, their janitor, their groomer, their, uh, you know, I'm thrilled to be taking care of them, actually. <laughs> oh but, uh, it, it, you know, it, it's not... It's not for everybody. Great Great Dane ownership is not for everybody, but it, it, it's uh, it's not like just having a dog. I mean, it's a way of life, mm-hmm. and and definitely Gibson brought in uh, a whole new energy to to that. Well, that we should let people know you have many many talents and accomplishments, and and one of them is you're a pretty uh, top Great Dane uh, dog breeder, correct? I bred for a long time. I have not bred all last year. Well, little Brewster now, he had his first birthday last week. Little. I love how you call them little Brewster. My little guy. Yeah. He's actually, at one year old, he's actually bigger than Gibson was by like 40 pounds and, you know, a couple (laughs) inches taller. Everybody asks, are you, do you think he's going to be taller? Do you think, you you know what? It's not about the tallness, but, but little baby Brewster here, (laughs) um, you know, he's holding a basketball in his mouth already and footballs and, and doing that. He's a pretty big guy, looks just like his uncle Gibson, um, just a sweetheart temperament and and in answer to your question he was the last dog that I did uh the last litter that I did have so that mm-hmm. would have been what 14 months ago and you know I've stopped breeding um at the moment for a lot of different reasons and and this, especially now with the focus on our new canine cancer awareness program and 
and uh, and carrying on. You know, with Gibson being sick, and and even now his spirit is carrying on. I can't see breeding more at the moment. Not that right. I won't, but I'm just not doing it right now. No, I, that makes sense. I mean, the one thing I want to get to the cancer campaign, but because of your background, you you really know the breed Great Danes, and you said they're not for everyone, but. Every time you say something about a Great Dane, I hear this wonderful laughter in your voice. So, man, they must unleash a lot of greatness in people. So tell us a little bit about them as a breed. Well, uh, you know, surprisingly enough, they are not the world's tallest dog by breed. The Irish Wolfhound um, is the the world's tallest dog, usually. But the last two titles have, uh, in the Guinness World Record book have been held by Great Danes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are uh, their their temperament, the sweetness, um, the bonding that they do with people. To me, it's as close, or if not closer, than your children. Um, wow. They're they're smart. You you've got this unconditional love times 200 pounds, you know, coming at <laughs> you every minute, you know. They, they're they the clowns of the barnyard. I mean, they just, they do such funny things, you know, from the time they're born. They're so big, they and their paws are so big, they can't walk. They can't run without falling over. Oh, is that funny? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But they roll good. And and, and they just do such things that, that other maybe smaller breeds are, you know, you don't see from from a smaller breed. And then they you have this rat what's called the rapid growth rate. They grow so incredibly fast. If you can if you can imagine putting on six to seven pounds a week for month after month after month. There was even one week there Gibson put on um eleven pounds in one week. He he was growing so fast. Wow. You know, I, I, I'm freaking out, go, run, you know, running them back and forth to the vet. I mean, it's just, just the biggest thing I've seen. So I try to eat a lot of ice cream. I can't put that 11 pounds on. I'm trying. You couldn't, you couldn't do it if you tried. But, <laughs> but, you know, and seeing this week after week after week, and the weeks turn into month after month after, and then, you know, here's a 165-pound little baby at a year old. Do you play songs like, I feel the earth move under my feet? I mean, exactly. what do you do? It's so funny, and I, they have just enhanced my life beyond belief. Um, well, that, that they're, is they're my family. So, Well, one thing is, let's talk a little bit, because I want people to know, it's a scary statistic out there, listeners, but about one in four dogs die from some form of cancer. And just like us, there's a big campaign going on to try to get rid of the big C from our lives. And I'm so sad to hear that Gibson had the osteosarcoma in the leg. But let's talk about what you're doing right now with Three Paws for a Cause and, and how some of us can help out. Oh, great. Okay. You know, just a, just a little bit of background. I want to, you know, want people to know Gibson died on August 7th from osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer. And just like you said, thank you so much. Cancer in general kills one in four dogs. This is not acceptable to me. You know, this right. is just not acceptable to the world. We're losing family members. Gibson was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, and in order to save his life, um, we we believe that it was caught in it, what you would call an early detection stage. And mm-hmm. in order for keeping that cancer to spread. His osteosarcoma, the first tumor, was on his right wrist. And they amputated his right front leg and shoulder. You know, wow. he was 
Okay, he was officially a tripod, P-A-W-D. And then, you know, you have, you have follow-up treatment. Besides this aggressive treatment as amputation, <laughs> it, you have uh, chemotherapy afterwards, you have meds, you know, medicine. You're just, you're, you're constant, constantly on this disease 24-7. And Gibson, I would like to think that there was nothing that, that wasn't, that he did, he was not privileged to. He had... He had the best doctors in the country. He had the best uh, food. He had the best of medicine. He had, you know, it was such a public battle, you know, this, this, this from amputation, from diagnosis to amputation to death. This has been a, this very much in the public eye, and it came as an untimely death because Gibson had such a good prognosis. Even yeah. from the amputation, from the bone scans, from the bone boxes, everything, this cancer had not spread. The only place that, would, that it was showing was in his right lower wrist. Wow. And this is where the tumor was. So, with that being said, this just, I'm still reeling, I guess, from, from this whole thing. Because it, it was one Monday, you know, on the 5th of August, we went in to do just an incredible amount of uh, blood panels and liver panels and EKGs and everything, and, and to do another chemo test. E- everything was just wonderful. I told the doctor, I think he's, you know, I'm not thinking he's ready for a chemo treatment today. He's showing me that he's a little bit tired. I think he's aching a little bit on, on his mm-hmm. front leg and, what, you know, whatever, it, mommy gut feeling, you know, right. something's going on. Let's, let's give it an extra week and, and, and let me get my dog back on his, on his feet and, and uh, we started him on Rimadil, you know, mm-hmm. which is a common drug for, for aches and pains and, and growing. Brought him home Monday night. Tuesday, his back legs started wobbling. By Wednesday morning, he couldn't get up. That's oh, how no. fast he moved. Boom. By the time you see that, we loaded him into the van, to the hospital. We went by Thursday morning. He was diagnosed with, you know what, that cancer, that osteosarcoma blew past all the aggressive it blew past the chemo to everything that we had tried, to every medicine, to every chemotherapy, everything, and it had moved to his lungs. So by Wednesday night, you know, he had what was showing in his lungs on the x-ray were probably 20-plus tumors the size of a dime. Oh, my gosh. He had a tumor on his spine that was probably the reason for him losing control of his legs, of his back, of his back legs, could we have, you know, you put another ten grand or something into MRIs and, yeah, you know, yeah, you could have done that, but why? So when you see, oncologists will tell you when you see the cancer spread into the lungs, which is is what this disease does. It's very aggressive that it's believed it's all over. It's not just in the lungs; it's in the brain, it's in the skeleton, it's in the blood, it's in it's it's everywhere. So. At that point, I was told, you know, go spend some time with the dog. Yeah, and that's very, very hard. I know, and I know in your... And it, your it just went that fast, you know, yeah. uh, to where it was a great prognosis. Everything was just right on course to, to Boom. bam, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, we had to, uh, you know, make, get to that decision that everybody doesn't want to make. And, and uh, you know, he died in my arms. Oh, what a great place to be, though. I got to tell you, that's the sucky part about being with our pets. They sometimes go faster than we realize. But I I really am happy to hear that he was with you because that's like one of the best ways to give a send off is to be there. 
our pets are there for us all our lives. And their last breath, you know, you've got to be there for them. You Absolutely. Know, you, you're not going to walk away from that. How could you walk away from that <laughs> live with you, you know? Anyway, and he had, I brought uh, filet mignon. He brought the <laughs> beef awesome. sticks. He had his favorite pig, you know, and he was he just chomped them down and... Good for him. Well, I think I want to come to your house. <laughs> Got some good. I like pig's ears. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. We are speaking with Sandy Hall. She is the proud pet parent of Gibson, and she's doing a lot of great things in the world of pets, and she's really committed to helping us all get an answer for cancer. I want you to check out two websites before after the show. One is Gibson Dog, that's G-I-B-S-O-N Dog.com, and RememberGibson.com, and see how you can help really Take the word cancer and get it out of the vocabulary for all of us, the people and the pets in our lives. We're going to be talking with Sandy Hall about her life with this canine celebrity, Gibson, this up-and-comer named Little Brewster. I'm talking Little Ha, and more right after this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Give your dog some thought. With Dog Thoughts, it's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. What do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Now, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's why. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn 
everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is John O'Hurley reminding you you're listening to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. O Behave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Sandy Hall. She has had the wonderful, delightful experience of sharing her life with this cool Great Dane by the name of Gibson who landed in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the world's tallest dog. But he was more than just tall. This dog has... Did he actually on uh, Oprah Winfrey's couch? Did he outperform like a, a Tom Cruise dancing or anything? I'm just kind of curious. Right. It's on the video. You can actually go to RememberGibson.com and you can see the whole video, how Gibson flies on an airplane. He, he does right on board with me. We get to the hotel. We're limo <laughs> to, the, to the Oprah show. We're on air. And what does he do? He goes over and stands on, on Oprah's uh, shoulders looking down at her. She's looking yeah. up at him, you know, with her mouth totally agape, you know. Yeah, he, And she's a pet lover, too. I mean, you I, know. <laughs> she's very, very much a dog lover. I do believe that a dog like Gibson can truly make even celebrities like Oprah be odd. And so I think people know that just his size is something wonderful, but his legacy is living on right now, Sandy. So what's in store with this Three Paws for a Cause, the, the cancer campaign that's in Gibson's honor? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Three Paws for the Cause was started to raise awareness for canine cancer, and this is my foundation. And taking Three Paws for the Cause on a bus tour, which is going to begin in mid-October, and uh, this tour is sponsored in part by Canine Grass, which is the mm-hmm. only artificial turf designed specifically for dogs and manufactured by Forever Lawn. It's a great product. I have it here all over the house. Or Do you have a house. synthetic lawnmower, too? I'm just curious. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you never need to use that. Boy, and it doesn't smell. Oh, my gosh, I could go on about this product. Anyway, Gibson was the spokesdog for Canine Grass, and they're, they're helping to sponsor this tour. We're going to be visiting pet stores, pet expos, vet offices, animal hospitals, UC Davises and, and campuses and, and telling Gibson's story to raise awareness for the canine cancer. And also, I'm bringing Brewster. Oh, uh, right. Gibson. Yeah, absolutely. He looks so much like Gib, and it, this is the next in line, Gib's bloodline, and he looks just like Gib, and, you know, he's only one years old, and, and he's a baby, and uh, <laughs> not as, as well, I guess, Spain, but he's definitely a large puppy. Um, <laughs> he's about 165 pounds, and, and oh my uh, gosh. 38 inches at the shoulders already. And I, my favorite line is, wait till he grows up. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> and he is also the new canine grass spoke dog and that okay. was the role that Gibson held until his passing 
So he's going to be with us on the tour. And what we're trying to do is have additional sponsors. We're welcoming any additional sponsors that could come in, interested sponsors. You can visit RememberGibson.com. And for those who cannot participate in the bus tour or wish to support this in some way, still go into 3 Paws for the Cause or RememberGibson.com. And you can purchase... You know, there are things on online there to help back this tour. And, yeah, I saw uh, some of the nice T-shirts where you have like the, Gibson's silhouette where it says "Stand Tall" and you've got the medallions right. with the paws, the three paws. And I love that. The three, ch- the charms. Yeah, mm-hmm. the three paw charms and things like that. So, for tour updates, you, again, go to RememberGibson.com. So, you know, that's thank you for letting me say that because we're just passionate about this project. And um, besides the animals that are suffering, one out of four dogs, not acceptable. Again, I, I reiterate, but the people that are watching their family members, their pets, my pets are my family members. So right. it, it's, it's like, and you know, it's like losing a family member. And sometimes absolutely, even worse. you know, if you're by yourself, if you're a single person and all you have four or five cats or dogs or, you know, this is your family. And, it is not easy to do for any person or any family. And I have so much to speak out on as far as making this maybe a little bit easier. People don't know that there's maybe foundations they can go to. They're thinking they have to lose their dog or their, their cat or their pet because, you know what, I don't have any money. They walk into a vet's office, the vet says, oh, you got cancer, boom, put them down. No, there are ways to get around this. So I want, I want to raise awareness to this fact as well. Um, I think that's very important because I think what you're doing is you're giving people some answers and some hope. And as you build up this Three Paws for a Cause Foundation, who knows? The sky's the limit, you know. And with the genome being, you know, everybody, listen, the DNA on dogs and cats, they have already identified all the genes. They're unlocking each and every month some new answers to help us and our pets with different uh, health conditions. So wouldn't it be awesome in our lifetime, if we found some cures for cancer, Sandy? Or, uh, absolutely. And we're doing research right now on speaking out on screenings. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be a great idea once a year when you take your dog in for his medical exam? Or every two years, you get a rabies shot. Or, or when their shots are due, whatever. Let's do a screening for what is ever the predisposed cancer for your dog, you know, long bones, big bones, they're predisposed for osteosarcomas, bone cancers. But in other dogs, there's fiber sarcomas, mammary cancers, there's, you know, whatever. Let's do some pre, let's get some screening going, you know, maybe in a simple blood draw and do these once a year. Why isn't that happening? There's lymphoma cancers out there that they can do screening for. Why aren't we doing these? So I don't have all the answers and, and, you know, I get off my soapbox because I'm not a veterinarian. You know, what? privileged to have worked with some of the best. We have UC Davis here in California, very great campus and veterinary hospital, also Ohio University. And you know what? We're going to get some answers, and we're going to be out there talking about this, and we're going to get some vets on soapboxes as well. You know, <laughs> we, we're, we're going we're to do this thing, and we're going to make a difference. And uh, so just everybody come in to RememberGibson.com and support this tour because it's going to be good for all of us. 
Well, I'll tell you what, Sandy, you know I wear many collars in the pet world, and I I love doing this radio show, and there's other venues with magazines and some other aspects, so I'm hoping we stay in touch because I definitely want to keep spreading uh, the word about the Three Paws for a Cause campaign. The Morris Animal, they also are big on trying to do some cancer awareness, and we had Betty White on as our guest, so I I, I see a lot of alliancing going on because people seem to want to collaborate and work together and help even more. Let's get together. That's right. (laughs) Can't we all just get along like a couple of great things? Let's just all do this, you know? (laughs) We're out there all being angry. We're all out there grieving. We're all out there, hey, let's get together. Let's make this thing work, you know? Absolutely. So in honor of Gibson, I need to ask you some crazy questions because I'm trying to picture the biggest dog I've ever had in my life is 60 pounds. and she's You want right. answers to crazy questions, you come to the right person. All right. Uh, Life with Great Danes. I mean, you must never have to go to the uh, nursery store to buy any um, fertilizer for your plants. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I live up here in the Sierras, the foothills uh, between California, almost Nevada border. We have snow. We get a lot of snow. But uh, I got to tell you, I use a snow shovel all year round, you know what I mean, <laughs> even in the summer. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that pretty well describes it. <laughs> but you know yeah. those doggy bags we put in our pocket and we accidentally wash oh. by accident? I'm talking about those little plastic biodegradable garbage bags. Couldn't that even pick up a deposit from a Great Dane? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. I, you know, maybe big garbage bags or plastic bags you might get at the store may hold one, one. Okay. <laughs> maybe. So you really got to love your dog because what comes in comes out. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's part of it. That's Sorry, it's you, poop you humor. It's how our listeners are big on this. The other thing is, how do you put a Great Dane or more in your vehicle? Where do you fit a Great Dane? Actually, when we got the Gibmobile. So, oh, cool. Uh, he actually picked the car out. I had to bring him to the car dealership and <laughs> yeah, and to see which car, van, truck he would fit into. So lo and behold, this wonderful salesman said, you know what, we just took in, it's a used vehicle, but it's not all that used, and I think Gibson would fit in there. So he brought this big, it was white Windstar, you know, and that's not a plug, but it was, yeah. it's big, and, and he, he drove it around the front of the store, and Gibson ran over to it, he opened the hatch in the back, and they're low, like an SUV, he jumped in the back, he would, he, he would not get out, I kept <laughs> calling him, come on, come on, Gib, come on, let's go, come on. No, this is no. my wheels, woman. He would not get out. And you know what? I told the salesman, I said, I think I have to, we have to buy this. And he stayed in the van with a hatch up all of the time. We brought the sales paperwork all out to the van. He, he loved this van. He loved the van. That's, you know, we named it the Gibmobile, and we, we gibbed it all up, as they say. Some people, Pimpy Ride, no, this is, we gibbed a ride. <laughs> no, it's Puppy Ride. It's Puppy Ride, not Pimpy Ride. <laughs> And you got to, you know, you're, there's certain things, you know, you're a great Dane owner when you cannot get the hair, hairs off of the ceiling of your car, no matter how <laughs> you lint roll them, you tape them, you vacuum, you pray, you know, you cannot get them off their head, their little hairs are up there, you know, or the slobber marks off your chandeliers, you know, there are certain things that, you know, that go along with this lifestyle, but cleaning the Gibmobile is he got to meet Boo Boo, the world's smallest dog, right? We did meet Boo. 
and his owner, Lana, uh, we keep in touch frequently, actually. That had to be amazing. Um, there was like a big shadow coming over Boo and it's Gibson, <laughs> right? I mean, how did they actually look at each other when they first met? Well, during that shoot that we did with Guinness World Records, and I was afraid that Gibson was going to step on him because his paws are much bigger than the whole dog was. <laughs> so that, oh was, that was one issue, you know. And then in meeting, you know, we put Boo Boo up to Gibson's nose, and and you know, Gibson just you know like anybody else, it's oh hi, okay. Yeah. We put Boo Boo on his back. You know, Gibson didn't care who you were, what was going on with you. Just you know, we're, we just love you. That's the same reaction that he had with Boo Boo, and we actually said Boo Boo was. We were going to launch this big campaign about Gibson and Boo Boo love affair, and. You know, boyfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> and uh, do a limo tour of New York City on a date. They got along really good. Oh, that's really great. Good. It's a really fun I mean, people, go to RememberGibson.com and GibsonDog.com, and you're going to see some funny pictures and photos and videos about uh, Gibson and his legacy and learn about the cancer awareness campaign called Three Paws for a Cause and Road Trip, Road Trip, coming in October. So, well, I want to, at this time, thank you very much for being on our show. And I think that the Great Danes have cultivated a great sense of humor in you. Yes. <laughs> I think that kind of uh, infection, contagious infection, would be wonderful for the rest of the planet. Uh, right on. All right, okay. so I give you a big pause up from my shorthand, and I thank you again for being on our show. I also thank Mark Winter, my producer, for making this show happen each and every week. Again, do what you can to help us win this battle of cancer for our pets. I also invite you to go check out Pet Life Radio and check out all the other shows that are just simply great. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Obehave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Obehave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>